This podcast was recorded on Wilman land. We would like to take a moment to pay our respects to the traditional owners of this land and its elders, past, present and emerging. We acknowledge and respect their continuing culture and the contribution they make to the life of this community and region. Welcome back to another episode of our local radio and podcast series, Collie Just Transition, where we cover the latest news on Collie's journey beyond the life of the coal industry. Securing a greener and more sustainable future is a major priority for government and industries, not only here in WA, but around the globe. This podcast is a chance for us to unpack all there is to know about Collie's transition and what it could mean for the future of the town. You might have heard that Collie's had a recent boost in tourism. I'm here with my co-host, John Carney, who is also a rep of WA Government's Collie Delivery Unit, to hear all the details, how tourism has flourished, why it's been a priority, and the incredible role it could play in the bigger picture for our town and local economy. Firstly, welcome back, John. Thanks, Nola. It's good to be back. And what do you think of the new little jingle? I thought it was very lively and um, refreshing. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, so before I invite our guests to, to speak today, I'm just going to give a bit of an overview of Collie's experience in tourism. Based on the Collie Visitor Centre's data, visitors to Collie last year were up 73% from pre-pandemic levels. Latest numbers confirm a 42% jump in visitors from August to September. There is generally an increase at this time of year, wildflower season, school holidays, spring, But the boost we've seen from last year's numbers indicates the growth of the tourism sector is on track to having a strong and positive impact on Collie and that people are associating Collie with these types of holidays. As many will know, tourism efforts link strongly back to our Just Transition plan. It was acknowledged by the working group members in the early stages that building on tourism would strengthen and diversify the economy while we start to move away from coal. Tourism was identified as an element of the transition that could have an impact relatively quickly, while other efforts to attract big industries are underway. Put simply, tourism was an obvious piece, but only one piece of the puzzle. The reason for this is because tourism brings in new money. It supports the community, supports local business, and builds confidence and a new sense of identity to the region. It also helps showcase the town as a place to visit, but also as a place to work and play. This can also have a major flow-on effect in helping promote Collie to the new industries we're looking to attract because it positions the town as an attractive place to be long-term. In total, over 40 million have been invested by the WA government to support the growth of Collie's tourism market. $40 million is a lot of money, so we want to explore how this is or has been implemented and what the result has been so far. A lot of the initiatives and projects that this commitment supports is weaved into the work that's been driven by the two subgroups here in Collie. Diversifying the local economy and celebrating Collie's history and promoting its future. For anyone that hasn't seen the Just Transition plan for Collie, these subgroups are two of the four strategic focus areas driving the transition efforts. The subgroup members, made up of reps from the community, employers, unions and state and local governments, develop actions and build on initiatives that continue to showcase and celebrate the town in its shift towards a change. The aim here is to create a sustainable tourism economy that will build on external investment and expenditure into the town. Not only is tourism up, but other economic data is trending in the right direction. 
ABS data shows that the total number of jobs in Collie rose 6.25% from 2016 to 2021. And also in October, realestate.com indicated that since 2019, the medium house price has risen 100% in Collie, compared to only 24.5% increase in the Perth greater region. There are many members of the community involved in this work, but today I'm bringing in Melissa, the Tourism Marketing Coordinator at the Shire of Collie, and Tonya, the Tourism Experience Development Manager at Tourism WA. Let's start with you, Melissa. Welcome. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. That's good. It's great to have you here. So, Melissa, as someone that is across a lot of what the Just Transition Working Group and the two subgroups are doing in Collie, how do you feel Collie's tourism is travelling? I feel it's travelling well, John. Um, We recently received some figures from Bungeo Tourism and the Tourism Research Australia data shows that visitation to the Bunbury Geocaraf region, which includes Collie, for the 22-23 financial year is on the increase. Um, It's up 15.4% on June from last year. And this directly translates into visitation to sub-regions like Collie. And it's for this recognised increase in tourism for Collie that my role came about, and that was possible through the support of South 32. Part of my role is to take advantage of the growth and increased awareness of the region and use tourism assets that have come about over the past few years as part of the promotion for the town. Yeah, thanks, uh, Melissa. So what's been happening locally that you think could be contributing to this boost? Durham has been boosted off the back of a number of state-funded projects, including the Collie Mural Trail, the significant investment in the trails network around Collie and within the Wellington National Park through the Department of Biodiversity, Conservation and Interactions, as well as the caravan and camping upgrades out at Lake Kapawari. That's just a few examples of some of the more significant government-funded and supported projects around the region. There has also been plenty of smaller projects that have set strong foundations too, whether it be the Throssell Street facade upgrade or the grants for tourism businesses through the Small Grants Program. These give Collie a lot of opportunity to grow, with those new additions being a strong base and has resulted in a number of tourism-specific businesses coming on board and setting up routes within Collie and having Collie as their base of residence for their tourism businesses. Other things that are contributing to the boost include a local events calendar gaining traction with audiences outside of Collie. Events include a dining event, like the recent Feast at the Quarry event, which was a dining event held at the Quarry Amplifier at Wellington National Park. Motorsport events are very popular, with the region having multiple motorsport venues. And we've also seen an increase in number of events relating to mountain biking and running or hiking due to the fantastic infrastructure put in place by the state government, namely the DBCA. On the events and the new offerings, these have really put Collie on the map. Could you tell us a bit more? Yes, we've received really great coverage in the media recently. Collie is continually being covered across local travel-related and WA-focused forums like Perth is OK and Perth Local, which reaches thousands of people and lifts the profile of the region because we have great attractions for the outdoor traveller. Collie was recently featured on the Trails Town TV show, which was aired on SBS. Uh, across two episodes, the trails in Dwelling Up, Collie and Nana were showcased and it was a great angle to sell the mountain bike trail network in the southwest region to the interstate, to the interstate market. 
Our towns are close enough that mountain bike enthusiasts can enjoy the multiple trail networks, only a few hours drive from one another. And by our towns working together, we can really capture that market. Most recently, we had the Feast of the Quarry event, uh, which featured quite heavily in Perth media with its telethon partnership. The media coverage from this was quite substantial with the partnership with Telethon. Um, We were featured in the West Australian, Urban List Perth, and the event was also featured on the Telethon Weekend broadcast, which was great coverage to showcase what Collie is all about. So Collie is reaching a whole new audience and and showcasing our tourism offerings. Collie is no longer a coal town, and that is quickly becoming diversified into something spectacular. We have a lot to offer adventure seekers and the weekend traveller. Yes, so Melissa, in your your short time and in your role that you've been in Collie, you'll be dealing daily with small businesses, owners and other community. How important is it to them that Collie continues to grow in this space? It's very important. Tourism is one of the many pillars associated with the transition journey. And for those businesses that have established themselves in the tourism market, we want those businesses to grow and develop their profile in the region as it benefits the greater community. In tourism, we generally refer to um, the five components of tourism that are essential for successful trips, known as the five A's, which is access, accommodation, attractions, activities and amenities. And these businesses form a key component to make travel successful for a visitor. By having tourism-related businesses in the region, as well as businesses in accommodation, hospitality and retail, they all have a direct impact into the local economy and the local GDP. This also flows into local employment opportunities, investment, as well as social benefits like enhanced local understanding of the positive impact of tourism, as well as community interaction and educational enrichment. Thanks, Melissa. Very informative. Um, Can you also just tell us a bit more about what the Shire of Collie is doing to help to continue to build on providing that certainty and economic stability? Yes, of course. The Shire of Collie is investing a lot in that space through the agreement with South 32. The Tourism Marketing Coordinator role is part of that with objectives and outcomes selected from the Tourism Marketing Strategy that the Shire developed back in 2021. Through that strategy, a number of actions, including the redevelopment of the Collie River Valley website, which will become a hub for all information needed to encourage visitors to travel to Collie, stay and enjoy the attractions. In addition to this, following the near completion of the trail network by the DBCA, the Shire is also working to become an accredited trails town, which is really exciting and will certainly uplift the profile of Collie as a trail-friendly town on top of the existing positive attention that we've received in that space. The Shire is also working very closely with state government entities like the Collie Delivery Unit and the Southwest Development Commission on a number of projects, including the recent Feast at the Quarry event. And we've also worked with you, John, and your team on the Collie Tourism Prospectus, which I know you can provide more information on. Yes, we're very pleased. For those that haven't heard of it, the Tourism Prospectus was developed by the WA government to highlight the new tourism operators and on why they should consider becoming part of the town's tourism evolution. The success of the state's investment, along with all the work done by those on the ground, means that Collie is now facing higher demand for accommodation. There are also opportunities for food and beverage offerings. The Prospectus will hope to attract these service providers and enhance all that Collie has to offer. We'll make sure we link in the show notes where you can learn more about the new tourism prospectus. Melissa, we know Collie is looking to build on its reputation 
as an adventure-based destination in the southwest. Do you think there will be any challenges with how we can achieve this? Yes, I feel that the transition on the community perception and reputation of the region from solely being a coal town into becoming a town that offers people a lot of diversity. And this translates across a lot of sectors, including hospitality and retail, to see tourism as an additional market and understand that being part of tourism is different to how they may have operated in the past, but seeing those opportunities and embracing it. Accommodation could be seen certainly another issue with current room numbers not quite being adequate enough to support both the corporate and workers market as well as the tourism market. This poses a challenge when trying to get the tourists to stay in region. However, documents like the Tourism Prospectus that's been developed can assist in promoting Collie as a region for investment in that sector. Another challenge one could argue is competition with surrounding areas like Dwelling Up and Nanup who have also have strong focus on that trail market. However, I see it as a great opportunity to work together and build the profile all of our towns in unison, as we know the tourist is gonna travel to multiple regions. So why not work together so everyone gets a piece of that trail tourist pie? People want to experience multiple offerings, so working together will just uplift Collie. This also reflects that Collie has become part of the broader movement for adventure-based holidays. And just on a final note, as someone that works here in Collie, what are you most excited for in Collie's next phase of its tourism growth? I think there's a lot to be excited about in the tourism space. There are so many projects happening in the region that are in the initial or planning phases and it offers Collie to build on being the outdoor adventure hub across a number of sectors and to bring travellers to the region. It's the opportunity and the unique position that Collie's sitting in Um, with the potential to grow that's exciting and I'm really fortunate to assist in that journey. Well thanks very much Melissa. Yeah now I'm going to throw to Tonya, Tourism Experience Development Manager at Tourism WA. Welcome Tonya. Great to be here John. Yeah thanks Tonya. Um, Could you tell me a little bit more about your role and how you're connected to Collie? John, Tourism Western Australia has put uh, some new roles based in region to assist in um, growth of more density and diversity of tourism experiences in and around national parks. So I'm based in the southwest and spend a lot of my time um, in Collie and Surrounds working with operators to help um, bring them into our National Park Tourism Experience Development Program. And we can do that through encouraging private eco accommodation, facilitating new tourism experiences that specifically activate visitation into Wellington National Park, uh, working on that density and diversity of tourism products, um, and that could be expanding something someone's doing, um, say into an evening dark sky tourism experience, adding another uh, tour uh, to what they're doing to align with what visitors are seeking. Uh, We can assist in supporting feasibility studies uh, to um, help firm up a proof of concept for a new project and assist with business case development, uh, which works alongside your investment prospectus uh, that you've created. And we can also assist um, private sector operators in going through some of those land assembly works and planning and development phases um, to add some um, value uh, to their project uh, through our team's expertise. 
and uh, we're also delivering workshops in region and doing some one-on-one coaching for tourism operators. So a lot of mentoring, um, building on the fantastic um, experience that the operators have already in Collie and surrounding regions. Thanks, Tonya. Very comprehensive. Uh, as someone that would have a lot of exposure to small tourism towns in the southwest region, could you share your thoughts on Collie's tourism potential? I think a really good example was recently we took a, um, a bunch of really enthusiastic um, trail tourism operators in Collie. And when we say that, we don't mean just people who are out on the track um, with visitors, but it could be a, a cafe who's greeting visitors um, who have been out on the trails and are coming in for a pie from their bakery afterwards. So anyone who wants to be part of welcoming visitors to a trails town. And we took them up to Dwelling Up for a shared knowledge um to learn from other operators there um, in the best practice they're doing, let them know about what we're doing so we can share visitors to uh, disperse more, stay longer through the southwest coming down from Perth and um, share networks, share learnings. And we had uh, almost 50 people and it was a really fantastic whole day experience working in with the stakeholders, DBCA, that have um, been putting incredible infrastructure in both national parks and looking at how operators can leverage off. Um, those facilities. Yeah, thanks, Tony. I was actually on that bus. It was a was a great day out. Yeah, it was was very good. So, how is Tourism WA working with locals to help unlock that potential? Yeah, it's a good question. It will be an ongoing um, journey. Um, some of the um, local operators that we've been working with have got a really collaborative approach. So they're already working together to um, get each other to showcase other packages, bundle them together so guests can stay longer and have a more immersive experience of the region. Um, so some of those are um, businesses like Forest Explorers and Adventure Connections and Traverse that are actively um, operating on the trails um, and it's just really great seeing the um, brainstorming and energy that's that's coming from those operators in wanting to work together and um, and share best practice and also the Feast at the Quarry was a really great opportunity for visitors attending that event. Events are great hooks to book for visitation but then it's about getting them to stay longer and spend more and see what else they can do while they're um, visiting um, Collie and and all the local tourism operators and businesses got behind that event in putting packages together um, to showcase um, what else can be explored. So it was a really good opportunity to, even if people say missed out on a ticket to the event, remind people why they should um, come and visit the region um, at another time of the year. Yeah, so, so Tonya, do you think there are some things that Collie has to offer visitors that other towns don't? And what's actually unique uh, to Collie in your opinion? Absolutely. I think the gift that came out of COVID was um, West Australians wanting to explore our own backyard and maybe look at some of those places that aren't suffering from over-tourism. Um, what's great about Collie is it's not overcrowded, it's unhurried, and it brings together an authentic sense of adventure and discovery. What we're finding is the consumer sentiment um, post-COVID is people are really wanting these immersive experiences where they can disconnect maybe from um, technology, they they can spend more time um, with their family and they can um, do something where they um, spend a bit more time in that activity and um, nature is a great way to do that and we've got many opportunities for that immersive experience which is um, really unexpected and unhurried here. What are your thoughts on what the next chapter for Collie looks like? <laughs> 
Uh, I think leveraging off infrastructure, such as the walkway over the mega mural at Wellington National Park and its connectivity to the Wilman um, Billiard Trail, it's already opened up a lot of opportunities. We're seeing a lot more um, hikers. Those hikers are then um, coming into town and eating at the great restaurants and cafes and um, staying at the accommodation after they've stayed at the track um, and the new hut facilities, um, also staying in town too. Um, the completion of the trailhead as part of the Wambenga trails later this year, we'll see a world-class trail hub with some adrenaline gravel runs, attracting mountain bike enthusiasts from the interstate and international markets. So at the moment, we're seeing a lot of that visitation coming from the interstate, the Perth market. Um, and when that trailhead is complete, it's really going to put um, the Wellington National Park on the spotlight for those um, adrenaline enthusiasts. And I think we're going to, in the future, start to see, again, as part of this um, transitioning of the economy, diversification and investment attraction, more unique nature-based accommodation, servicing trail users. So things like that are those end-of-trip facilities so people can keep their bikes safe, they can hose down at the end of the day, and that will increase the length of stay from a lot of that day visitation that we're seeing coming from the Perth interstate market and getting some of these what we call um, high-yielding travellers, so people that are coming specifically for these adventure trails to actually be able to stay in um, unique accommodation um, that's welcoming for um, their visitation experience. Yeah, thanks, Tonya. Uh, you've, you've covered off a vast amount of what um, other tourists can actually do to Collie, but um, wouldn't mind closing out by what's your favourite experience that you've tried in Collie? Oh, look, recently I um, did my first e-bike ride. I went out with one of the local guides. I always think you get um, just more insight into the sense of place, and that was through Adventure Connections, and I went on the Skeeter Trail loop through the beautiful Jarrah Forest uh, within Wellington National Park. And I also did a, a really beautiful um, hike during wildflower season of the Jabilda um, Noongar Six Seasons in early September, and that was with a guided tour through Forest Explorers. And just to have pointed out that unique biodiversity of flora and fauna on show and then I always think after you've worked hard um, out on the trails the local gin tasting at Harris River Estate is a rewarding way to finish up for an adventure in Wellington National Park. Sounds very good very good Tonya. Um, yeah well I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank both you and Melissa for uh, sparing us your time here today and um, letting our listeners uh, get an insight into what's happening in the tourism space in Collie. Thanks very much. You're welcome. You're welcome, John. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Collie Just Transition podcast. For more information on the new Collie Tourism Prospectus, head to wa.gov.au or visit John and his team down at the Collie Delivery Unit on Throssell Street. Collie Community Radio is proud to have partnered with the WA Government to bring you this episode.